Three, four, two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we'll stop, stop singing so that we, we can, can all now try, try this. this. Try this, try this, try this. Guys, welcome to another jam-packed episode live of Now Try This. This is Nick. And Marcus. And we are here to try some of our favorite things, but this week's a little different. We're going to try something new. We will, we will try this, try this. We will, we will try this, try this. Two boys in the basement, they're gonna woke and watch Bohemian Rhapsody, Remy Malik, and some other guys. Some with British accents and some really British. We <laughs> will watch Bohemian Rhapsody. Why wouldn't we sing Bohemian Rhapsody and change the lyrics to make that? Uh, this is easier. Yeah. This is He wrote that song. They made that song for the fans, Nick. Okay, they made that song for the fans, and we are fans. Guys, I need all the tryers out there to make this is the first podcast ever where we have talked about the movie at the top of the episode. <laughs> I don't even want to mess with the flow, Marcus. We were like 70-something episodes probably <laughs> in okay, 60-something. So, guys, uh, finally we did it. I'll tell you to leave us reviews and tweet at us later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the fucking flow. Guys, I chose to watch Bohemian Rhapsody because... The reason that I gave this was a couple different reasons. One, the trailer just struck me. It just seemed interesting. I love movies like this. I love movies that do this this thing. I, I like biopics a lot because I don't know a lot about music. So yeah. I actually rely on movies like this a lot for a lot of my movie knowledge. Like, I wouldn't know The Beatles without Across the Universe. I wouldn't know anything about Ray Charles without the movie Ray. I wouldn't know those things. I didn't grow up in a household that listened to music. Yeah. I knew, the first time I heard a lot of Queen songs were on Glee. You know, oh, uh, God. Uh, well, or on commercials and not realizing what I was hearing. Yeah, you, 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 all the time, all the time, you bring it up. You've brought it up on the podcast before. Like, but, but, I, but, 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 I need you to bring it up for the fans because you live this life. I with live me. this life with you. You see, every this. time I'm like, wow, I really love this song by Queen. You're always like, who's Queen? Or I know that song from Glee, and I know that song from Glee is basically your catchphrase <laughs> because anytime we listen to music, anytime a song comes on, you're like, oh, I only know this from Glee. Who sings it? And I just, it is upsetting. Oh, man. It or is upsetting. Until this movie, if you played songs back to back, we're like, is this Journey or Queen? I'd be like, <laughs> there's a comedian that has a joke where it's like, I want to raise my kids thinking that Weird Al Yankovic music is the real version of the songs. <laughs> That's basically uh, what my mother did. That, that is what yeah. your life is. That's you think what my life is. Your life heard everything on yeah. Glee first. Well, you know something that I realized watching this movie, too? And we're going to go through the whole goddamn thing. But one thing that I realized is I have a problem, I feel like, connecting to music that's that I don't know the emotional story to. Like, if I just hear a song, I'm like, cool. But if I see a music video, or I know the behind the scenes, or I know the people behind it, uh-huh. or I, I, I need to see the... I'm a, vis, I'm a visual person. That's so weird. Like, I'm... I, I think it's the theater thing. Like, I need all oh. of it. I need I need all of it. You I know? don't. I, I feel so, like I just, I just want the music. I don't want... I don't like watching music videos. I don't want to know the... I don't care. A lot of times, I don't even care about the artists. Like, I love bands. I don't know jack shit about the people who sing the songs. Yeah. I just care about the song itself yeah and watching this movie made me realize like i liked these songs before they're good as songs yeah unequivocally amazing songs yeah but i have a new love and passion yes. for bohemian rhapsody now the song because the way this movie okay so 
before we really get into it, because yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to really get into it without yeah, yeah. you telling me your history and experience with Queen, because I, you're Here's, the music guy. Yeah. You like music. You have used music as a deterrent of getting away from the emotional misgivings of your life. <laughs> you know, I use, yeah, you, know, yeah. you use music. I yeah. know you have. You love music. Tell me about. I do about, love music. Tell me I, about I am Queen. the type of person who walks around with headphones on literally all day. At work, I have my headphones in. Yeah. On the bus, I have my headphones in. Uh, it's not until I get home. It's a Bronx boy. It's a Bronx boy, man. You're a Bronx boy. But I grew up Way in the Bronx. Way back with the Walkmans. I grew up in the Bronx and I... Did you have a Walkman? No, I didn't. The CD player kind of... Oh, I did have, have a CD, CD player. player. I, oh, CD I call them Walkmans. They're not Walkmans. Yeah. Tapes are Walkmans. Um, but. but my my parents just... I, you know, you listen to what your parents listen to. My parents had bad music taste. Yeah. They listened to Bronx freestyle music. That was my mom's favorite, I favorite thing. I, I know. She had like all 14 volumes. I know volumes. what Bronx freestyle music is. Okay. Because yeah. of you. Yeah. But I, the fans I, I absolutely sure. don't. So um, We have no fans of the Bronx, I promise. Sure, sure, sure. So let me give you a freestyle Bronx song. Great. It starts off with lots of sound effects. So it's like... <laughs> and then it's like... Uh, uh, uh. So the most famous one is Diamond Girl. And it goes like this. Diamond Girl, you make me feel like I'm on fire when you are near. You captivate me with your smile. You're not, 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 not for a while. Ooh, oh, Diamond Girl. Ay, Poppy, Diamond Girl. <laughs> or something. Is it by Nice and Wild? I think so. Are you going to play it? Play it. Should I play the regular version or the club version? Club version. Oh, also, the Bronx freestyle is always the club version. This is it. Just believe it. You're my... You're my Diamond Girl. <laughs> Wait, keep going, keep going. No. This is the music that I grew up on. Have you come all the way around, though, and you kind of love I it? I love it now. Because that's pretty great. I'm going to download this and listen to the whole song later. What was that? That was amazing. That's club. I grew up on club fucking music. Holy crap. Because my parents just loved it. They, they like... Diamond They girl. had me when they, I was young. They had me when they were young. And so they, like, were, like, still in the club that, scene. Did you say they had you when you were yep, young? Yep, yeah, I did. Wow. I misspoke. What a crazy happenstance. Um, Please tell me more about that. So they were, all like, all still into the club life, club scene, but they had me and my sister, so they couldn't club. So they still listen. So they to the, couldn't club. They still listen to music all day in the house. So it was just funny. So that's the kind of music I grew up on, and I didn't know there was really other kind of music. Like, I heard music in the background of movies and stuff like that, but I thought that was, like, part of the movie. Sure, sure. You know? Sure, sure. And then, sure, sure. one day, uh, my the one white person in my school... I thought you were going to say my wife. I was like, oh. No, the one white person in the school... The my, comes my white friend. Uh, one day, he gave me a um, CD. He, like, he burned me a bunch of music. I was like, oh, okay, I'll listen to it. It oh, took me a while. CDs. It took me a Joseph while to listen to it. Joseph burned me so many CDs. But I finally put it in. Yeah. At home. I had like a little boombox thing. I put it in there. And I was like, okay, I like some of the songs. And then Bohemian Rhapsody came on. And oh, that's a, you remember your first experience. Yes. I remember my first Queen song. Oh, man. And it came on. I feel like my fucking first Queen song was a Muppets version. <laughs> <laughs> and it came on. And I just was like, what the fuck is this? And I I was like... So just enamored by it. I listened to it again five times in a row. Um, and then every day for the next month, I'd come home and put on Bohemian Rhapsody and just close my eyes and just like listen to it. Just like enjoy it and take it in. And I 
fucking love that song to this day. Everyone fucking loves the song. It's great. But People it, argue it's the best song ever. It's totally like one of those songs that just shouldn't fucking work, but it <clears> does <throat> on so many levels. And that's what introduced me into like... You know how people who grew up religious, they're like, oh, my first secular song. It felt like that. It felt like... My first secular My song. first, like, intro into, like, rock and, like, different kinds of music that wasn't, like, yeah. club music. Um, and so it was just so interesting because that, like, sparked it. And Queen will always be, like, one of my favorite bands. Like, you know that. I always say, like, Queen and Coheed and Cambria are, like, my two favorite bands. Yeah. I just love the risks they take and how different their songs are. And it's, it's incredible. And Very then you incredible. heard they were making a movie. Oh, and I got a full boner. Really? I did. Yeah. yeah. I was, well, well, a I was lot of people, a lot of people that love stuff like this are super protective, and especially there's. We'll talk yeah. about it. There's, but there was lots of things that went wrong behind the scenes, For sure. yeah. and things happened, and castings switched, and yeah. things like that. And and you've never seen Mr. Robot. I have. I saw the first two seasons. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, I thought you didn't. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So cool. I like him. Oh, I okay. Think great. 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 But because if you haven't, you're like, who the fuck's Robert? Yeah, yeah. Because this is like the only thing he's been in. Um, really, I just want to mention Mr. Robot real quick. It's fucking amazing. It's a great show. It's so he's so amazing. I didn't it? finish it, but it's good. I've only watched first season. <laughs> I only need to watch first season. I think it's hard for me to fi- finish things because mo- most things past the first season aren't good anyway. So yeah, like that's it, true. like even the good things like like I'm watching. No, I mean like Game of Thrones, like you, you know, there's 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 that's there's an epic. Things. That's different though. You know what I mean? Like regular television. You know? Yeah, it's hard to get past the first season. Yeah, I mean, like, Dexter. I watched all of that. The fourth season was good, but we had to get through seasons two and three to get there. Is that the one with, um... The old man, serial killer. What's his name? I don't know. John Lithgow. Uh, John Lithgow. He's amazing. I love John Lithgow. He's amazing. He's great. But that first season, I mean, God. You know, that first season of Flash. God. That first yeah. season of whatever, you know? Anyway, off topic. So you were excited for the movie. So, yeah, I was excited for the movie. But also, like I said earlier, I have a separation between artist and uh, music. So, like, I, I love Queen and I love their music. I don't know shit about the band. I don't know jack shit about anybody in the Queen. Oh, because you know Other than Freddie Mercury, obviously. You don't go out of your way to... But I don't go out of my way Google to ever look up the band. I don't, like, when people like music, they, they also love the band. Yeah, love they, the band. they yeah. love the people. My when sister, I grew up watching Britney Spears, I had all her Britney posters. Spears. I had exactly. all her books. I saw her movie on opening day for yeah. my birthday. Yeah. My sister loved Spice Girls. She was obsessed yeah. with Spice Girls. Oh, she Spice had Girl. every yes. single poster. She knew all of their fucking birthdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like that. When I like music, I like the art that they made, and that's it. I mean, it, it's there's definitely artists that I think w- would behoove you to know both, like Amanda Palmer. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, her thing is about knowing her. You know, but there, but I, but I also see, especially when you w- do older music, where you have to, you didn't experience it like at the yeah. time. Like, like the thing about Bohemian Rhapsody was that music video. I'm sure, like, changed. You know, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't fucking alive. But, That's interesting. but there's a lot of times where there's incidents like that where yeah. because something was happening at the time is how it changed things it's hard because i feel like once you connect the piece of art to the person then it you get into issues of like their personal lives and like what they were like and judging them and and a lot of times with music i don't i don't want to do that because i know that these guys are just like they created this thing whatever song it was and it's from a specific time in their lives and whatever else happened later before that you know whatever personal things whatever drug benders they were on like fucking i don't care about i don't care about that shit i just like the thing that they made so interesting i care about that stuff so much really yeah i i i don't know if it's i think it's because i want to see i want to see the cock the cogs turning i i i'm 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 such the kind of person where i love art 
all kinds of art. I'm very appreciatory of lots of things. But if I can't, if I don't, like, if I just see a statue or just hear a song or something like that, you know, like, when, when I watch a movie, immediately after watching the movie, I start Googling to find out how it was made and who made it yeah, and yeah. what they thought about it and things like that. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I think, for me, I, I can't yeah. I can't take anything at face value because I kind of need to see the clockwork. For me, like, I can't look at a clock and be like, that's amazing. Yeah. I look at a clock and be like, great, now can I take it apart yeah. to see how it worked? I'm like that, too, with everything else but music. Music's the only thing. Interesting. Even art, art and movies and stuff like that. Like, I love watching movies with commentary because I like seeing why they made oh, yeah, every yeah. choice. Like, I watch movies with commentary all the time. That's why I have so many fucking Blu-rays. I feel like I used to do it more and I haven't done it in years. And I It wish. takes a long time. Well, it's also convenient to rewatch the thing again. <laughs> yeah, and there's exactly. so much. Like, I'm in the first season of Private Practice right yeah. now. That show's tw- yeah, yeah. 12 years old. Yeah, like, I, like but, Leprechaun, but here I, I want to go back and watch with commentary if they have commentary. Oh, we should watch the Vegas episode with commentary. That'd be great. <laughs> dope guys if you want to see us, if you want to watch if you want to hear us commentate on the commentary of leprechaun in vegas oh, uh, tweeted us at now try this cast um, um, okay so before we i, I just want to get a quick and like non-spoiler quick what you thought first impressions of the movie spoilers yeah and then we'll, and then real we'll, life and, event and then we'll dig in <laughs> for this real life thing you can judge me all you want. I hate spoilers <laughs> of all kinds. I don't care because I don't. Uh, I didn't know Queen. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. So I I just want to do that really quick because I I want people to watch this fucking movie. Yeah. And I don't want uh, uh just what what do you think of the movie? Just quick, quick. Well, I can't get be quick. Uh, I like the movie. I liked the actors. I liked the acting. I liked a lot of what was going on, but I think that the movie <laughs> fell short. It felt like victim to a lot of the uh, tropes of, like, a music biopic movie. Mm. Great. Interesting. I thought it was the best movie of the year. It's one of my favorite movies I've ever watched in my life. Really? Great. So now we will get <laughs> into the spoilers for Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> so I saw this movie with T, and when we came out, I was like, T, you need to tell me what other movies I saw this year, because I'm pretty sure this is the best movie this year. And he started, like, spouting out movies. Like, he was like, The Hate You Give, and I was like, Oh wow! The Hate You Give was a really good movie. It was super important. Yeah, it was definitely more important yeah, yeah. than this movie. You know, it made me cry much more. Yeah, but I like this one better. <laughs> I, I just so for me, I, here's what I, here's what I think may have happened a little bit to you. Sure, Remy Malik, fucking amazing, incredible. Wow, right? Wow. But also, Queen's music is just fucking transformative. I like wow. I told you about yeah. my experience with Bohemian Rhapsody. Like it changes you, man. It just fucking it's it's just so fucking unique. And I've heard the song, but I feel like I heard the song for the first time again. Yes. And Freddie Mercury is just like a fucking performer, and Remy Malik captured that so well. Like he, you watch the back to back. Like I went home and, and watched just, the live. I just watched the watch live. So did I. Performance. So did I. And he just fucking nailed it. was like watching it again. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I'm not I'm not ta- I can't I can't take anything away from either one because yeah. I was just watching it again and enjoying it just as much. Yeah. Which says so much about this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. The moment where I mean we're gonna start at the beginning because I wanna talk about everything. Sure, yeah. But the moment when the Well no, we can't talk we can't start at the beginning because the movie's opened at, the live, at the live at the Okay, so the movie opens. And Rami, Mal- Rami Malek is in his iconic white white tank top and jeans with his um, bracelet thing. Like, mm-hmm. everyone knows that image. Everyone... Yeah. I don't know music. And yeah, yeah. I know that you know, the, the visage of Freddie Mercury yeah. of, at Live Aid. Everyone knows that image. Like, yeah. I-, I wasn't alive. I don't listen to music. I don't know Queen. But I knew yeah. that visage of that. And to see open and the movie to start open up that way, I think was genius because yeah. it just 
it just encapsulated like it showed where we were going and <clears throat> sometimes movies do this and it yeah. doesn't work like don't breathe does it and yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if it's necessary you know moulin rouge yeah. does it where they say at the very beginning this is about how my love died and then it goes back mm. and a lot of movies yeah. do it and a lot of movies don't really pull it off no uh, but but for me the way the energy right at the mm. beginning that build up right at the yeah. beginning to show that i think was such a strong choice as opposed to showing him as a young goofy kid which is what we see I in also the next think scene. it worked better because of a, it being a biopic where we know where this is going like maybe you didn't know where this was going but like i mean i know he died <clears throat> yeah from aids yeah and they were a band and they were really popular yeah yeah exactly so for you it's it's like an interesting choice movie wise but yeah. I felt like it was interesting because, like, this is the big thing. You know, this yeah. is the... If you're going to make a movie about Queen, you lead of, up to this, yeah. you know? And I think it was great to start off with that and, and show that, hey, we're going to go there. This is going to be fucking something to look forward to. And, Tease it and, and then And the on. energy is palpable. Like, the way Rami Malek is moving. The, <clears throat> the thing that struck me about that moment and that struck, strikes me about the performance now thinking about it is Freddie Mercury was such... Uh, fucking diva. Like, he has such costume and extravagance, yeah. and he's yeah. so... He thinks he's the best, and he should because he is. Mm-hmm. But for that performance, he's wearing a white tank top. It's like a white tank top and That's jeans. That's it. And it's so fucking iconic. I, I, wow. There was like at Talk least, about was like at least back, three you know? other people in the audience wearing the same outfit, but fucking... But Freddy's Freddy. Freddy, Freddy, yeah. Isn't that crazy? And and you feel it, like, right at the beginning when when Remy's coming up and he's just in that. It's just, like, there's so much energy there and gravitas in such a simple, small thing. And Remy Malik, I always pictured him as kind of a small guy. Like, he's... Because he's always slouching in Mr. Robot. He's always wearing a hoodie. He's very soft-spoken. He's skinny, you know, and he's very, like... And he seems short because of the way he slouches. Yeah. And his face is a little sunken in. Yeah, yeah, but uh, just right away, uh, it just seemed like a force, and I was like, "How do we get here?" Mm-hmm. And then we cut to him as a kid in at his house. He's like a twenty year old or some something like that. Oh, I was like a kid. He's in college. He's an adult. Well, he's like almost forty or something. When yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, he's younger. Yeah, Robbie Malik, young is, man. He's is perfect for because he. I believed when he was forty, but I also believed when he was twenty. I know, yeah, that's yeah. interesting that yeah. he was able to pull both off. So easily. it's that lankiness, yeah. It's know? also the look, right? Like his look yes. changes dramatically. Oh, so interesting. I love also. Oh man, I also like just love learning so much about the band members because the, he's in the beginning. You know, um, he goes to a concert. Well, no, but even before that though, I need because I need to talk about because this is the moment when. Because that first moment... Oh, he's at home? Yeah, that first oh. moment, super interesting. Yeah. I'm, like, in. I'm excited to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. But then when he goes home... Marcus, I didn't know he was Parsi. I didn't know he wasn't white. Me neither. <laughs> the moment when we're at home and yeah. his parents are talking with an accent. Mm-hmm. And he's like, call me Freddy. And he sees a sister. And I was blown back. Yeah. So much. I turned to T and I was like, is he Indian? He's like, I don't know, Pakistani maybe? And I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah. So the lens of the whole movie shifted right away. Because because I, I try, it's hard not to. I try yeah. not to. This is going to sound weird. But sometimes is, I do. Are you say when something's about a minority, you're like, it's better? <laughs> is that what you're no. Well, almost. I was going to say when it's about a white guy, I almost care less. <laughs> That's the same thing. <laughs> but 
But it's not that I care less. It's just I. It just automatically adds a layer of I have to. I'm on your side. Like I get it. Like he grows. He, and and he's first. He's not even born there. He's not even first oh, generation man. born That's there. The same thing for me. When a movie's about a white person, I'm like, I get it. I understand your plight. Stop it. <laughs> But I know you know what I mean. I know you mean. Because identity is something that's so big for us as first generations here, right? Yeah. Where we have have been stripped away of most of our Hispanicness. You know, you especially because of your look. You look like a white guy. Like, we know Spanish, but we're not fluent. We can't walk it. So we live this weird in-between life where we have to make a decision of whether we embrace it, whether we distinguish ourselves against it. And it always feels like a struggle. It always feels like, like I didn't, I wasn't proud, proud to be Puerto Rican until I was in my 20s. Yeah. I, I didn't embrace it until way later, Mm -hmm. you know, because I just didn't know what it meant. And I grew up with a mother who was, who came here as a young kid, just like him. Yeah, Yeah. That purposely distanced herself mm-hmm. she pushed that away because she didn't want to be, be, be made fun of she yeah. pushed it away because she didn't want that to identify herself mm-hmm. where now we're like pulling it back because we want to identify ourselves yeah, yeah. so right away i just saw so many layers fall in front of my face as soon as this family came because i know where it ends up yeah. and he's not parsi he's freddie mercury mm-hmm. you know so right away, right when that happened, I was fucking in, man. Yeah. I was like, tell me. Tell me a fucking story. Yeah. Because how the hell do we get there from here? How yeah, the hell? Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, it was it was a great, powerful moment to show people and, like, to remind people. And, like, uh, there was these two obnoxious, like, fat Italian men who were sitting in my row watching. I, I fucking, I don't know what happened. I miss the old school theaters when you go on opening night to a movie and it was just, like, people shouting funny things at the screen. But now everyone fucking thinks they're a comedian, and this is their fucking stand-up night. And so these two fat Italian dudes, they're like old dudes. They were like trying to making comments the whole movie. And it's like, hey, look, he's Pakistani. I didn't know that. You knew that? No, he's not Pakistani. Also, like, watch the fucking movie. <laughs> but it's just it was they ruined a lot of the experience for me. But I thought that it was powerful to start off like this. One thing that I always say is that. I remember going to the Puerto Rican Day parades mm-hmm. and being dressed in head to toe like Puerto Rican gear, like bandanas, like whatever. Oh, I know. Oof. Puerto Rican t shirt. And yeah. I always felt awkward. Like, I felt like, until this day, it's hard because I feel like I'm appropriating my own culture yeah. all the time. But I'm not. I am Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there's those moments too where it like almost invigorates you where someone says something and you're like, God damn right, I'm fucking Puerto Rican. Fucking get the fuck out of here. Yeah. God fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. In your fucking white ass accent. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. My white accent. You have the same white accent. Now listen to the playback. I thought I sound way more Hispanic than you do, dude. <laughs> I sound way more Hispanic than you. Uh, okay. So we go from there and he goes to a, he says he's going to be home late and he yeah. goes out to a concert at his college mm-hmm. um, by the band's Smile. Smile. <laughs> and they're whatever. No, they were pretty good. They were solid, actually. The, sure. Yeah, fine. They were, they were solid. Fine. Yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, Okay, sure. But then the, and the lead singer got uh, the, the, the Even the camera made a moment, it made a choice to show that they were fine, but the guitarist and drummer were really good. I don't know. Like, it, like, zoomed in yeah, and, like, showed, yeah. like... Yeah, was, okay. they were fine. Yeah. I don't know. I knew I didn't have to care about them, so I did. Yeah, I, did. Sure, I, sure, I was sure. like, I don't fucking smile. Well, you have to care about two of them, at least. <laughs> I don't have to care about the band. Yeah. Uh, so then, the lead singer quits. Yeah. And then... Uh, for, for what was it? What was the reason? 
Oh, he's he, got another, another gig band, or something. Another band yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That was better. Um, so he goes over there because he's like, oh, this is going to be great. And then Freddie Mercury shows up and he's like, hey, I'm a songwriter. Here's some songs. And they're like, ooh, you're, you, you're five minutes too late. <coughs> yeah. And... He's like, oh, you need a singer. And then they're like, uh... And then they're like, okay, buddy. Thank you for the compliments. But we got... Yeah, yeah, go away. And then he just fucking belts. And he knows what he's got. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. And then they leave and... Well, no, and then it's great. And they're like... Yeah, no, mate. Was like, do you play bass? And he's like, no, I'll go home. I'll consider your offer. And he let... They didn't even offer him anything. I was like, damn so great that's good i love it um he also meets mary on the way there yes um and finds out where she works so he can go there later Mm -hmm. which is interesting scene where he's like buying women's he's at a women's clothing store he's buying women's clothes i don't i don't think that helps him out that's not historically accurate because she he met her through brian through the guitarist so whatever but i but he did sell clothes like that, he sold clothes. Like that's where him and Mary sold clothes, or worked at a store or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was close enough, but it, it established. <clears throat> see, this is one of something I want to talk about because yeah. this movie is already super polarizing. Really, the critics are at like fifty or sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh-huh. and the audience score is like ninety four. Wow, I didn't even look any. I didn't look any of that stuff up. Well, I weird. I wanted to look because, like I told you, I wanted to know how close yeah, it was for sure. and. And all, honestly, all I did, I saw amazing. the movie, and then I looked up the Live Aid concert and just watched it again. That, that's all I did. <laughs> because a movie like this, as good as I loved it, I needed to know that it was at least close. Of course. Like, if it changed everything, I had to be upset. But some of the articles were saying, like, it changed so much. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? What did it change? Like, that moment. I was like, some fucking that's one thing. It's like, you have to, you have to. It's a movie. You Exactly. You have to dramatize it. Here's the thing. Watching this, I'll tell you this. Watching this movie... I know it's a fucking movie because I'm not a fucking idiot. (laughs) I went to a movie theater to fucking watch it. Yeah. Are these people fucking stupid? If they want to watch an accurate depiction of someone's life, you watch a documentary. Exactly. When I got out of the theater, I immediately was like, I watched the Live Aid thing and I was like, I want to watch documentaries about Queen so I can learn the actual stuff about his life. If you tell me a documentary got facts wrong, that's different because I'm expecting facts. This is a biopic. I'm expecting stretched truths. You know what I mean? And alterations. And the feel of what happened. You only have two hours or so to tell me that Freddie Mercury was an incredibly lonely man that was incredibly talented and gifted beyond reproach but that did not have the network around him to support him. Yeah. That's why the movie made those choices. <laughs> because in two hours, you need to tell me all, all that. Of that. Yeah. And that's a lot. It is. So going, so, to, so a, going a to a store. Party or like showing him working at the store, whatever. Or, that go, would have taken yeah. too much time. Showing, showing Mary, Mary is so interesting because Mary, is, he has described her as the love of his life. Yeah. And I think that transition in the whole movie is super interesting. It but is. But this beat at the beginning... Where he wants to try on the woman's clothes, and he automatically has that connection with her. She gets yeah. it, and they're attracted to each other, and they that love. That scene is important to establish what happens in the rest of the movie. Yeah. I, the real way people fall in love is an interesting dude. I know it's super boring. You, you don't watch Bob small because you're like, and, yeah, oh, I love, uh, yeah. I love watching the long, arduating process <laughs> of falling in love. Oh my god! I want to watch them decide whether or not they should move in together. No, you want to watch a meet you. <laughs> Yes. And get it right away. Yeah, I want to watch her go on like three other dates with different guys. Yeah, at the same. I time. want to see her have sex with her ex right before they make it official. Yeah. <laughs> just 
And then Len's just like, get out of hey, I'm getting kind of serious with this guy. Can we fuck real quick? And then I'll, then bye forever. <laughs> <laughs> We've all said that tag. That doesn't happen in the movies. <laughs> oh my God. So dumb. Or should it? Anyway, I just, I just need to mention it because critics are all over the place on this movie. Really? Yeah, and I'm sitting here like I had. Uh, listen, I know I don't. I didn't know anything, and I know I'm a, I was the perfect place, perfect time for everything. But God, but you know what's also interesting is Brian and I think Roger, they're producers on the movie. Like Queen made the movie. Yeah. Like they're not. They didn't sell the rights. They they had the final say. Yeah. Like like if something didn't they happen, that they didn't them. like. If they something happened, they didn't like. Yeah. They had that last. They in the contract they were like, nope. Yeah. And they, like, approved of everything. Yeah. And they, like, re- supported... They met like, Rami before Rami, he, yeah. he was at cast. You know, they... every All of it. You know? Which is... Which... I don't know what else you could <laughs> want. <laughs> like... I know. You know? I know. Yeah, yeah. Wanna... It's like... Queen is, like, saying this is okay. Yeah. Freddie Mercury can't say anything about yeah. the movie. But Rami was talking in an interview how he's met um, Freddie's sister. Yeah. And, like, they're friends now. That's awesome. And, like, you, that would <laughs> like, Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Ugh. He did a great job. I, I, then it's a, it sucks. I get the... Everyone does say that Rami yeah. pulls the movie. Like, for people sure. that didn't like the movie, say he's why the movie's good. But he also pulled the band. Yeah. I, I think that the that, that fact Man, transforms... I, I love the band. I loved every... God. But I, I love the band, everything. too, but also I love that, like... Freddie Mercury was such a personality and he didn't do the Michael Jackson thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, no. Freddie Mercury was the personality behind Queen. Yeah. The other members, the ba- especially the bass player, like, I loved him in the movie. Oh, my God. I but loved all the jokes when you about the see, bass player sucking. When you watch, <laughs> when you watch them play, yeah. like, on stage and watch a concert, they, like, fade into the background. They're and, but phenomenal. They, but they look so different because the band has a look. You know, like, they're they're heavily produced. They're, like, usually bands, like, everything's tailor-made to influence the audience members into liking them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all the members of a band usually look very similar in terms of style at the very least. Sure. And it's just so interesting because even if you watch a Queen concert, you just see like the bassist in like regular ass clothes, and you see like like they each have their own like unique look. The moment when I realized one of my favorite moments in the movie where is so after they meet with the band, they it it just kind of skips ahead to them touring colleges and stuff because that's not really interesting. So it shifts like to a year later. Mm-hmm. They are an they are an established band, and they. They sell their van and take all their money to produce their own album, yeah. which is amazing. You know, uh, kudos to anyone that can go and produce their own stuff. Like that's, yeah. you know, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps like that is so inspiring because it's so hard to do. Even back in the day, Especially when everything back was. In the day, yeah. Now we have YouTube. We have yeah, like, garage band stuff that we can do yeah. now. Um, who the fuck are we? Like, we yeah, exactly. Two, mics we're on Amazon. two people who were like, hey, we, we got money to buy microphones on Amazon. You know how to upload things. Well, first it was like, you got money to buy a microphone. <laughs> and then yes. like, this is T's microphone. I still don't have money to buy a microphone. But <laughs> but, um, but then after that... Hold on. W- w- you know how our fans can change that? By donating to our Patreon. Guys, if you want to donate to our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash now try this. We have amazing tiers. Marcus, talk about the $5 tier. What is the $5 tier? Do we have a $5 tier? No, we don't have a Patreon. That's the joke. Oh, man. <laughs> I missed that joke. 
<laughs> so after, so when they're in the studio, a manager catches we should, wind. We should get something like a PayPal link at the very least. I mean, we're set up for a Patreon account. I just have to activate, and we have to have guys. If you want to see us activate our Patreon, why don't, no? Why don't we just have a PayPal link? Like <clears throat> that just makes more sense to be like, hey, if you want to support us, send us money. That's okay, it. fine. I will make a PayPal link. It will be on our website. Now try this cast.com. There you go. But also, if you guys want a Patreon, <laughs> we will set that up. If you want some rewards, just tell us what you want, and we will do literally whatever you want. <laughs> we have no clout. We'll do. We'll bend over backwards for you. Papa's got a rip in his jeans, and he needs a new pair of jeans. Yeah. Um, so, but then a, a producer or a manager, someone hears hears them, and is like, "I want to sign you." Yeah. Um, and then it, it leads to this great. What you're talking about is something that the producers and managers are always saying to the band. But this is a great scene where Queen's describing what Queen is when they're meeting the manager for the first time. And Freddie speaks up and he's like, Queen is us. And he's like, and he explain. God, I wish I remembered exactly what he said because it's so, so good. But yeah. he explains it where he's like, we don't belong to anybody. We're all misfits. We're all different. But yeah. we're family. And we play for the other misfits. And it's such a stereotypical thing to say. But the way he says it, it works. And the proofs that's there in, like, what you just said, their look, they're all so different. Yeah. But they feel like brothers. They yeah. feel like a family. You know, and the, and the whole movie does an amazing job showing you that. Mm-hmm. Like, they work together, and then argue, and then work together, and then argue. But it doesn't feel like that dramatized, stupid arguing that would be in movies like this, where the, the band, the band arguing, so that's why they break up. It's like, no, it feels yeah. like family arguing. It feels it like squabbles. It feels like... They're arguing because they care so much and love yeah. each other. Like, the love between these four guys in this movie is so good. Like, I fe- it feels real, you know? And it started at that moment when he's describing them as misfits and why they play and who they're playing yeah. for. I-, I agree. I think that <clears throat> they just all feel so different and they all feel like they love each other in a way. And, and Freddie Mercury doesn't get that at first because he feels... He's got that like loner syndrome where he's like, I'm I'm alone and nobody loves yeah. me instead of letting someone come in. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times it's it's not because no one's willing to love you, it's because you're not letting people love you. Is that true? I mean, you could think about it that way. It's one way. It's it's a theory. It's not a fact. Interesting. <laughs> I might have some things to think about. <laughs> I just busted the door down. Why, Nick's such a lonely, sad, depressed person. Oh, no. Nobody, it's not that nobody loves me, it's I won't let anyone love me. Interesting. (laughs) Like you just had an introspective. I need to call my mom. The conversation because it's, it's that thing the whole time no, I, I, at the end of the movie where he does reach out to his I just, family and I he's just like a you know bit. what I just a little bit because I, I know what you're saying yeah, yeah. but I also one of the th- reasons I think I love this movie is because I see a, l- a lot of myself in Freddie Mercury yeah where uh, and, and you know this I'm an introverted guy I'm I also have a problem with depression and I uh, I'm a bit of a loner when I when I when when you let me be mm-hmm. you know I kind of need I I, I find my friendship so important to me because I need people to hold me accountable to come out, go do things, yeah. things like that. But you also know when I am in a group setting and when I 
do go I'm on perform mode and I can and I turn it on and I'm a big character and I make jokes and but then but you you have been one of the few people that I've also let see the other side where I'm I'm very chill and I'm just kind of a little quiet and I go reserve and these moments yeah. of introspective in the movie where he's alone he's alone a lot in the movie he a is. lot he is um and I identify with that so much because there's it's just there's it's a feeling that's it's 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 palpable but it's hard to explain yeah, and the only ways to explain it are through something like a movie with this visual storytelling, with this mix of the music. This movie zooms in on Rami, Rami Malek's eyes so much. It really does. But I loved and every cats. moment. And his cat. There's a lot of cat shots in this. There's movie. a lot of cat shots in this movie, I, and that's my one gripe. <laughs> Can I be honest? There's probably not as much, considering that it's all true, and he really did have all those cats. Yeah, yeah. And he really did call to talk to his cats. <laughs> like, the, the, I read it. It's real. Like that. That was real. I love it. Like he really bought a mansion for his cat. Like, it, it, like it. It was real. Um, but to see it. Oh my god. Those eye moments where it's just like it's so good. It's so well made. Yeah. But I, I do. Th- I do identify also with the loner thing because I, I. You know. Yeah. It's that thing. It's like such a cliche where like when you <clears throat> when you're around the wrong people you can feel so lonely. Even though mm-hmm. you're just surrounded by people mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Especially in New York City. I feel like New York City is weird because you can be, like, the loneliest fucking person in the world. But there's always people around you. Always. It's weird. It's, it's like, this weird dynamic. You know? Like, I get it if you're lonely in the middle of nowhere where there's no one else <laughs> and you're, like, bored or whatever. But there's literally thousands and millions and trillions and bajillions of people. And they would talk to you. Around you. That would talk to you if you just fucking struck up a conversation. Yeah. Um... It's weird. It's a weird thing. But I, I understand that so yeah. much of, like, having people around you but still feeling alone. I know you do. Uh, emo boys. Um, so then they get signed. I need to know if you knew that that was Mike Myers. As the guy? As the producer? Yeah. I thought it was Mike Myers. Damn it. Is it Mike Myers? Yeah, he saw it, too. Oh. But he said he saw it because he saw his credit and was, like, looking for it. I saw him. it because he sounded like Fat Bastard. God, I didn't see it at all, man. Really? I didn't see it until the movie was over, and I was looking at the credits. Uh, I didn't know it. I didn't know it I t- for a fact until right I, now. I turned to T, and I was like, "Mike Myers was in the movie." He's like, "Yeah, he was the producer, the one that didn't want to play their music." Yeah, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> when when he's talked, and I was like, "That sounds like Fat Bastard." Is that Mike Myers? I think it's Mike Myers. And then I just didn't think about it until right now. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I just I had no fucking idea. Um, so then after that, they... What happens next in the movie? So after that, it's just a, a, a long little bit of them touring their first album, getting their first single out there, yeah. you know, uh, Freddie getting closer to Mary, mm-hmm. um, and then it goes to them recording their new album. Yes. So they go into... Wait, is that... Right? I think so. Or what, recording Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But they were recording a whole album. Yes, it's just it was heavily, but it was heavily focused on them yeah. recording. Yeah, and it was this, there's this great thing where he's like, he, he uh, Freddie plays some opera in the producer's office, and he's like, "This is what we're gonna do." He's yeah. like, "You fucking idiots! Why the fuck would you do this?" I also love that the because that's the scene where you meet the lawyer too, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, my name's Jim Beach or whatever," and he's like, Miami. "I'm gonna call you Miami." <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and the only reason that's in the fucking movie is so three quarters of the way through the movie when Freddy's not having a good time and he calls Jim because he's his only friend he's like thank you so much 
Jim. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. It's so dumb, but I love it so much. It's yeah, so yeah, gratifying, yeah. those yeah. stupid little things. Like, like, it is good. Like, that. that's just good writing. I mean, you got to remember those little things, you know? It is. Um, but also... Uh, yeah, so they're working hard on. So they go to a farm. They go to a and farm. They go to a farm, which is really interesting. It's awesome. Yeah, because they like are trying to be. Con- they're trying to do something experimental. They're trying to. They're be not new. trying to do. Like it's so interesting because Freddie. They show Freddie as this guy who wants to do things big and to sell out shows all over the world. And when they're like, we can probably have a tour in Japan. He's like, not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, but it it doesn't feel God. It's also the gloss of the movie. I know that. Yeah. But it's got to be at least sort of close. Uh, like, I know they wanted money and acclaim and, yeah, yeah. like, fans and shit. Everybody sure. does. But, God, it, this movie, just to... It it, it 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 paints such a picture of the artist doing art for art, you know? Like, they, they don't go to this farm to record this album because it's like... Yeah. We know that doing experimental shit is going to get us more fans. It's like, no, they want to make up what they want to make. He, it's not that he doesn't want people to love him, but he wants to make what he wants to make and people love it, which I respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel he still has that drive of wanting to be loved and wanting to be adored. Yeah. I think throughout the movie. But he also knows the way to do that is to be true to himself. But he also doesn't want to not be true to himself. Yeah. He doesn't want to make those like generic poppy songs or whatever. Yeah, because um, the guy's pretty like, do Killer Queen again. Just give me another one of those. Yeah, and exactly. they're like, why? We like, already no. did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing, and so they go. They make the um, they make the album, and you get like a great scene of them bonding and trying. I love that recording argument. Bohemian I love Rhapsody. the argument about where the one guy's like, "I want to make a song about my car," and the one's like, "I have a love song about Nick, cheese." I have to tell you, Nick. Hold on, okay? Because hold on, I'm, I'm gonna get real clear for a second. Okay. I love Queen so much. They have a huge discography of songs. I just look. They have like 15 albums, 11, 11 yes. live albums. They have so much music out there. Yeah, you can go out and listen. To, a lot of people don't know it. They know the songs that were in the movie, and even that barely. You know what I mean? A lot of people know the Night at the Opera. One of the songs, that has one of the games I was gonna make was to take the most obscure Queen songs, yeah. and then found bands that sound like Queen, and then play oh, nice. See, yeah, I didn't have. But <laughs> it was a good idea. It was a good idea, but. I'm in love with my car, Nick. I listened to that song, and I remember being broken for a second. For, like, a split second, and being like, what the fuck is this? Is because that real? I don't remember. It wasn't in the movie, was it? They made no, fun of it a lot. They made fun of it a lot. It is their worst song. It I is so it bad. It's fine so far. Yeah, it's fine. Car noises. Hmm. Such a clean machine. Mm-hmm. Clean machine, yeah. Pistons do pump. That's true. Did this is a glued? I don't know what he said. I'm hold. Is this Freddie Mercury even singing? Yeah, because he's gifted. He can sing anything. Yeah. All I hear is your gear. The grease coat? Ooh. Like a disease. Sun. The lyrics literally I've been in love with my car. Yep, 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 yep. I was broken a little bit when I heard that song for the first time because I had Cause like, Queen. What about Queen? I want to hear all the I songs. I want to hear all their songs, exactly. And I listened to that and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This is trash. 
Am I wrong? Is Queen not a genius? And so I I have like I had a visceral reaction to that song and it was just funny to see them also be like, This is terrible <laughs> And that as a community we acknowledge that this is the worst Queen has to offer. The movie says so as well, multiple That's times. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, this, there was like great when he plays it for the um, radio DJ, and he hands him the thing, he's like, I'm in love with my car. He's like, no, the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just realized I'm in love with my car is on the same album as Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. It's the, sa- it's the other side. It's, it's the so- B-side of Rhapsody. You it's listen so- to Rhapsody like, wow. Maybe the best song ever. You flip it over. The pistons are popping. Oh man, it's oh, so no. bad. I kind of love it now that it's we've so heard bad. it. I don't know. I kind of like it. You like it now? Well, you oh, like it in man. spite of itself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it's on a night of uh, night at the opera, which I have on vinyl. Oh, night really? at the opera. I do. That's yeah. cool. So it's just this great scene of how they. That's made such a douchey thing for me to say. <laughs> No, I was trying to gloss over it. I was trying. I to have it on vinyl. Oh fuck, man! I'm fucking. I'm douchebag. <laughs> I'm trash. What the fuck did I? Oh, fucking. I'm an asshole. So then, um, it's just, it's just this great. It's just a well, well made fucking scene of Rami Malek being Freddie and looking at the hills and hearing the song in his head and coming in and them making it. And singing the Galileos, and I was like, well, the fuck, I don't know "What the fuck Galileo is?" And, yeah, you know, it's a, it's just a, gr- it's a great scene. It is. It's a it great, is. you know, like lifting up the veil of this amazing song. Where it, it's still, even the movie doesn't lift all the mystique out of it. Because then they go play it for the producer, and he's like, "What the fuck, Scaramouche?" Yeah. And then th- there's a great line where if you explain everything, it's not good anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And it's like, that's true. It doesn't matter what it means. Yeah. I you Googled know? it. You know what it means? No. It's like... Uh, Is uh, it a food? <clears throat> no. It's... I thought maybe it was something from his, like, ancestry, but it's not. It's like a Greek... It's a Greek word that means, like... Uh, it's it's a word it's a word for somebody, a, a character in Commedia del Art, the fool in mm-hmm. Commedia del Art. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The reason I know Comedia Del Art is because of college. Yeah, yeah. But which basically Greek comedy. It's like tragic comedy. It's interesting. I know. What the fuck is that? Oh, this is great. <laughs> I like that that happened. Scaramouche, Thunderbolt, they, and Lightning. He was just like, no, this is trash. Very, very frightening. Get this out of here. I don't want to, like, no one's going to want this. No one's going to listen to this. They leave. They storm out. They yeah. quit the record, basically. Yeah. Um, but then they like kind of go on and they show that like no one liked that song when it came out. Oh yeah, there was the great of them recording the music video. Exactly. Yeah, and all the Rolling Stones and all those uh, bylines, had, uh, the yeah. quotes went on the, the quotes screen from every yeah. single review of that song. Usually, I would think this thing's a little like passe and like fucking like too campy for a movie like this, yeah. but it really worked because it, really it looked worked. like the it, it felt like reading Rolling Stones like it just yeah. like going. But it was at also moment. good to give you inform- more information that like it wasn't until yeah. without wasting a whole scene exactly. of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nobody reading likes the reviews. us. Yeah, it made yeah. you feel like they didn't give a fuck. Exactly, and they moved they on and didn't. continued to make music. Yeah, but it's interesting because I feel like later after the Live Aids thing, right? Wasn't that when Bohemian that album and Bohemian Rhapsody was re released and fucking like went platinum or again. whatever? Yeah, yeah, it went, yeah. It went to number one again. Yeah. It's crazy. Again. They really it went platinum again. It's fucking it's great. crazy. Um but interestingly the it but it was because of the fans because yeah. the the radio producer that is in the movie or the DJ, the yeah. radio DJ, 
um, said at one point when that song first came out, he played it 17 times in a day. Wow. You know, which is just fucking nuts. Yeah. For a song that was like, can't do a song in six minutes. I know. And I like how they were trying to figure out, like, well, this song was six, seven minutes, and like, you did this album, yeah. and, you know what I mean? And they were oh, trying to help thing was like, oh, you did Dark Side of the Moon? Hmm. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I don't know a lot about Pink Floyd, but I know they're weird. <laughs> right? Like they're like not contemporary yes. rock. They're like a little I, off. The, they're like psychedelic, right? Well, here's my thing. With Pink right? Floyd. When I was in college, really everyone was like, "You gotta listen to Pink Floyd, okay?" And then you gotta at the th- three minute mark, you gotta start at. You gotta drip a little drop of acid, and you gotta fucking go through the the journey of listening to Dark Side. And I was like, "But you don't do drugs. I don't do so drugs. You just listen to it." <laughs> So he was like, well, maybe it'll be good in spite of that. I, I, I didn't finish listening to it. I was just like, fine. I was like, I think I need to be on drugs. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. It's not <laughs> I've never listened. To, I don't know if I've listened to this song. I'm sure I've listened to a song because I'm sure it's been on some soundtrack for some movie. And then after that is when you see them go on tour and, you know, go to the Americas. And, oh, man, th- this montage here of all their concerts. God, a lot of movies... Um, you know what? I have a perfect example. Uh, what just what just came out? A Star is Born, right? A Star is Born just came out. It is a different movie, but it also has concerts, right? Mm-hmm. It has all the concert scenes and all that that kind of vibe. Yeah. Though that movie, while telling a different story, I thought was ineffective in their concerts. Yeah. Well, the Dark the Side first of, Dark Side is, of the Moon is the album name, right? There is no song Dark Side of the Moon. It's a dumb title for an album. <laughs> There's no song on Night at the Opera on a Night at the Opera. Yeah, but that's Queen. <laughs> Is there at least a song called Pinky Pinky Floyd Floyd? Pinky Pinky Floyd Floyd. So that movie's supposed to be an intimate movie. And when she sings Shallow that first time, yeah. powerful moment. And then she sings 17 more times and it's no longer powerful. I, I agree, actually. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I like The Star is Born way less than most people. I thought it was very good. Yeah. And I really like Bradley Cooper's performance. And I thought the directing was good, but it showed signs of being a first time. It did this thing where it was really close to the people in the concerts. The concerts didn't Ooh, everything feel... everything was so tight. The concerts didn't feel like concerts. It felt like a movie trying to say something. But th- the filming of this movie... Mm-hmm. Like, I just need to talk about the fucking filming of this movie. Yeah. These concerts felt like concerts. They really like, did. It, it viscerally felt like... Yeah. And it did the same thing where it zoomed in on Freddie and it zoomed in on the guitarist and zoomed in on the people and... And then showed like I don't like I don't know enough about movie making to know why it works so well. Yeah, like I don't know if it's because of the way they just the, the they lenses just, they use yes, or but, the cutting well, they, or they went to and watched those concerts and they captured they just copied it. So that's why it felt like a concert. Cause Whatever. If you watch those concerts, if you watch the Live Aid, you watched it. I did. The Live you saw that they same. did the same. But also doing this montage, right? When the they're going through the America. Saw, yeah. You know, and doing all those concerts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It just feels so. It does. It does. I felt like I was in concert. It does. Well, did you see it in IMAX? No, I wish I did. I saw it in IMAX. Oh, and fuck. I was in the third row. And God, I love sitting close to movie Man. theaters. Oh my, it was uh, so. good. I wish I saw it. I, it was so good. Was I was sitting there like queen. When they said it was made for IMAX. At the end, because I stood to the end of the credits. Oh, it was made so for IMAX? So the credits IMAX? were over. It says it was made oh, for man. IMAX. You Guys, you should see this in IMAX. Um, and so I was like, fuck. But then I just... I, I was like to see it again today. Uh-huh. And not in IMAX. I was like, I'll I, let you guys know whether it's worse. I was like, I want to watch it. I, I was like, I don't, I don't want to watch this movie again in IMAX. That just made me want to like watch Queen, like a Queen yeah. concert sure. played in IMAX. It was... It was 
oh, I don't even know the words because it was just so amazing. It felt like it in was. a concert. And I haven't been to a lot of concerts, dude. So, yeah. like, it just, man, I am in the perfect point of my life for this movie. I think I've been to two <laughs> concerts. That's not a lot. Like, well, non, non-orchestral concerts. I've been um, to, two, like, two bands. While we're talking about the band, just real quick, did you realize that John Deacon, the actor who played him, Joseph Mazzello, is the kid from Jurassic Park? No. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. He's Tim from Jurassic Park. He's the little kid. Fucking <laughs> run away from Velociraptors and I was queen. Nice. Is that like great? It. Yeah, that is great. Um, also, the the guy that's Brian, I think, was perfect. He looks like the guitarist. He does. He. It's so fucking he, crazy. But have you seen a picture with him not in makeup and hair and stuff? Look at this guy. Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah, he's beautiful. I he's saw beautiful him. Looks nothing I saw like him because he was like yeah. in an ad. He was like... With Remy Malik being oh, yeah, like, watch yeah. our movie or whatever. And I was like, like who's that, that guy? And, yeah. Oh, he was so good. And then I loved Mary. I loved her. She was great. But do you realize, Do you know where else she's known from? No. Sing Street. She's the girl from Sing Street. Oh, shit. Yeah, which we loved. That was great, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just the cast of this movie was phenomenal. The cast was great. I think they, they all did amazing. I love, I also love that they're so, like, they're just smart guys. Oh, I know. We didn't even talk about that. We skipped over it. Yeah. That uh, one's a dentist. One's fucking Roger went to school to be a, a dentist. Um, yeah, Brian went to school to be a astrophysicist, and John went to school to be an, uh, electrical, an electrical engineer. engineer. Yeah, you know, and yeah. Freddie Mercury went for design. It said that. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't, what design? Yeah. I don't know. They're all who, who cares? Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like probably the. Yeah, I don't know. But they were but like they're all would have been smart. And even when Freddie Mercury is like yelling at them and telling them he's gonna go solo basically it's like in a weird complimentary way yeah. you know what I mean he's like you would have written an amazing book on yeah, astrophysics a, that he, like no one would have read and would, it's like that's nice at least yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was doing that thing where it's very pointed where it's like too true you know yeah. what I mean like would they have gotten to that level without him no yeah. you know what's funny John Deacon had no intention of doing this as his career the other ones always wanted to be in a band they wanted to be famous John Deacon yeah. He thought he was doing something for, like, the weekends or something. <laughs> the actor was talking about John, yeah. how he's such an interesting guy, because he he had no intention of being a rock star. <laughs> which is so interesting, especially with how much shit he gets in the movie. Yeah. I love it. He gets it. a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, the moment when he's getting so much shit again and again, and then he just sits in the corner and just starts playing Another One Bites the Dust on his bass to shut everyone up. And he's like, oh. And everyone's like, that's... It was pretty good. Yeah. He's like, shut up and sing the song I wrote. God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's another one by the dust. Classic yeah. Queen song. Yeah. But it's just so funny how he started off being like, I'm going to be the bassist for this random band for fun. And now he's like fucking Queen. so famous. Queen. One of the most famous bands ever. Queen. They were giving him so much shit. I thought he was going to get fired halfway through the movie. Because <laughs> well, I don't know the... Usually bassists, like, bands go through bassists like nothing. I know. Like yeah. fucking water, dude. Because yeah. they're fo- so fucking like exchangeable in the music community because even a great bassist is still just doing the <laughs> the best bassist is still do, do, just do, the bassist do, do, do. I mean, there are obviously some amazing ones were you doing there. Baby Shark do, 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 do. was that what you were no, doing I was doing, like, I was doing Vanilla Eyes I was doing Access Baby <laughs> it's the first bass line that came to my head <laughs> what does that say about me yeah so he has a depressing call with Mary and he's she's like, like, let me talk to the cat. I miss him. Yeah. And she was like, do you, do you miss, miss me? me? And he's like, what? That's a dumb question. And then didn't answer it. And then she's like, I love you. And he's like, okay, bye. What? At this point in the movie, I thought I was going to go somewhere else. Like, I thought he wasn't going to 
be interested in her anymore. He was going to throw her aside for guys or something. It's such an interesting story. Yeah. That scene later, after that tour, when they finally have a talk, and he says, Mary, there's something I have to tell you. I'm bisexual. Yeah. She's like, no, you're gay. And at, for a second, I was like, what do you mean a little binary? I was like, he can do whatever yeah. he wants. He was very famously was bisexual. Mm. Um, but I don't think that's what the movie was trying to say. The movie was trying to say, it doesn't matter. You don't see me. Like yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. like that was the point. Yeah. It was such a powerful scene, you know, that I think it was incredibly beca- powerful. And, and you know, her saying like I can't even be mad because it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's just so interesting. You know, this movie got a whole bunch of backlash from the trailers because they didn't think it was going to be gay enough. They did. They thought they were going to like. Oh, there's some man on man kissing. Were, they thought they were going to like go around that part of his life. Yeah. They were going to straight wash it. Yeah. is what people were saying because of the trailer. This is not what that no, movie does. No, this movie they make is, out. There's some kids in. There's a lot of gay shit. It's great. This movie is like, this is who I... But it, but but I, I came out with T. And this is really interesting. You know, T is a homosexual man. And he... And I was really interested in what he thought. And he said, I don't know. It felt like they underplayed it. And I was like, did it? For me, it felt like it portrayed it the way that Freddie felt about it. Yeah. Because... <clears throat> Again, very famously, Freddie was not a huge gay icon. No. He, he did was, not he come out. Surprisingly, as extroverted as he was, he was so private. Yeah. And, like, that's why so many people don't even know that he was, like, uh, you know, not born in London. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's why so many people just don't know so much about him. There's, like, an air of mystery yeah. around him because he just kept that part of his life private. He announced he had AIDS, like, right before he died. Yeah. And that's it. And then they uh, made a foundation for him and things mm-hmm. like that. And now people see him as a gay icon. But at the time, you know, there was this, this is a great scene later in the movie when Freddie's almost at his worst. He's, like, super high. It's filmed really great. Yeah. But all these reporters are asking him, instead of the album, about him being gay and about him being seen at clubs and yeah. about all these things. And he is just dismissive and dismissive and dismissive. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was. I thought he was going to blow up at them. I thought so, too. I thought but this was going to be the time. And he, it's and he never did. He's like, and he never did. I don't want to be the poster child for anything. I, yeah. you know, like that's, I want to be that's, me. That's so interesting. Which I think is a... Which I think is an interesting What's a story. Good, it's a good statement on how we are as a society because I feel like it's a battle that you're forced into when you are born different. Yeah. When you come out, you have to, like, accept all of it yeah. and, like, be a poster child and, like, fight for rights. And, like, yeah. but, but and this sometimes... story makes it a point to say, this is my story. Yeah. I'm me. I'm not me because I'm gay. I'm not me because I'm Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I'm yeah. me because I'm me. That's yeah. it. I mean, it's hard because when you are different, it's... You you have to fight these battles and sometimes you just don't want to. Yeah. Like, because I look white, people tend to say racist things to me yeah. without knowing that yeah. I'm uh, Hispanic. So it feels like every fucking time I have to be like... You have to make a strong choice. I have to defend wh- whoever they're saying something about or whatever. And it's like, or if they say something bad about minorities, all of a sudden now I have to like say something and, and, I mean, and correct them. The mood. But sometimes I'm just tired. And, and, then what, and then what are you doing? Are you betraying your race? I don't want to. Yeah. And then it feels like I feel bad the rest of the day if I don't say anything because I'm like, fuck, man. Like now I fucking, I failed yeah. and now I'm a shitty like minority. I, I don't know. It, but it's annoying sometimes. But if you came out 
in a way at work and like had a Puerto Rican flag on your desk and told everyone you're Puerto Rican all day long, then you would be the Puerto Rican guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie didn't want that. A lot of people don't want this. Yeah. Which I thought was a super interesting message in the movie where it, it didn't shy away from any of these subjects, but it also said it's okay to be you. You don't have to. Yeah. Um preach to the world about you don't, you don't have to represent everyone you don't have to represent anybody yeah. you you know here's this guy who's literally a rock star bigger than anybody he could have had a huge impact and some people honestly blame him for that yeah you know but the movie i think just does an amazing job of saying hey no he's i think it humanized him a little bit for that instead yeah. of horrifying him yeah 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 i mean it put him on a pestle pest pedestal Woof. You <laughs> put him on a pedestal, definitely because he's an amazing guy. Yeah. But it also sh- it brought back those layers. Yeah. You know, to have those moments with Mary about this this complicated relationship where he said until his death day that she was the love of his life, wrote her music, yeah. very famously kept saying it and it kept saying it again and again mm-hmm. and again throughout the whole movie. And apparently, yeah. he did it throughout his whole life as well. Yeah. But be a gay man. It's so in, it's it just shows it's not simple. It's not black and white. It's not yeah. binary. It's yeah. not. Uh, movie did a great job. I think so too. I, I life isn't black and white. Life is complicated. Life is messy. And I think this movie is one of the few movies to actually show that. Um, but I appreciate that it did do that. Same, same. Yeah. But I also in this part of the movie, I think is sort of where it starts to to dip a little bit for me. When it starts getting into like the the tropey rock band lead singer doing drugs and and I understand that it's part of his life, but it's just hard when so many musicians follow the same path. You know what I mean? See, for me, I get it. It does do that, but for me, it did such a good job of showing Frank uh, Freddie's isolation from the world. Yeah. Like these moments when it, it does start to get in the gratuitous parties and yeah. he's having lots of sex and there's a manipulative guy on the side that's controlling mm. him. That like I'm on drugs and now I'm lashing out at the band moment. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But it also did such a good job of setting that up with those moments alone in his house trying to call Mary but she's busy trying to live a life. Oh that was weird. That was a weird scene where he's like you turn on your light Okay, now I'm going to turn on mine. See, like, I didn't find it weird. I found it incredibly sad. It was sad. And it I was, was I was in it, man. It was I was like, I might have teared up at that moment because I was like, I I get it because 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 in you those used moments, to have a neighbor, Jesus Christ, that you watched from the window and turned like, on my light. Excuse me, ma'am. Can, can you, you turn, turn on, on just so I know when I'm you not were alone? when you were a little British boy in London? Okay. You were like, ma'am, will you turn on your light so I know that I'm not alone in this big mansion? I associated because I've been the exact same place, but I didn't have the courage to call anybody. Oh, to turn on their light. Yeah. Um, figurative. Their figurative light. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. And then he does it again later, and it do- and She doesn't it, pick up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And all he has is that evil guy. Yeah. And I get. And afterwards when I read the reviews and they were like he's like a villain villain like they, it's a character I'm like I guess Paul? yeah I was like I guess so yeah sure no he's not but, a villain villain what are you talking about but, I, but, I, oh, I disagree with that so hard I know you're not saying that uh, no that's what I, the review, yeah. that's what I disagree with they the didn't like saying him. that so hard you're not supposed to like him but also like it was weird watching that scene because I felt like oh wow the previous relationship I was in I see a lot of similarities with 
Him oh, and Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, Paul was the guy's name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Paul. And so I was like, fuck, I must have been in an abusive relationship. I must have really been in one because it felt very similar. Well, because you don't know. But, and it creeps up on and you. And also, also it, it's never the intent right at the beginning for the person to be a malicious person. It's not. No, So no, no. To, even, to even try to play the other side, which is hard because yeah. they're bad people yeah. but like he, Paul doesn't go out and be like I'm gonna seduce Freddie Mercury <laughs> and, and I'm gonna control his whole life I don't think that was intentional. because that either. moment later in the rain where they finally had the falling yeah. out like he looks just as lost as Freddie yeah you know yeah and I, I think I think that's what it is I think that that's why I thought it was done well because I felt it felt real it felt like a human Subtle being doing that it wasn't it wasn't maniacal he wasn't super he villainous he didn't, he didn't twirl, twirl his, his mustache. fucking mustache yeah. yeah it felt like he was just like a bad person making these choices and being manipulative because he was using him to kind of fulfill his own needs or whatever those yeah. were yeah, yeah you know and that's and the it more definitely human abusive and it was definitely wrong yeah but it wasn't it wasn't but that was the twirling. more human way of abuse rather than like a way a lot of movies do where it's like someone is 100 percent evil you know you made my argument for me yeah yeah I was, that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah it's crazy i, agree with you 100%. I, have I thought nothing it did else well i thought it did well i have nothing else to say yeah great <laughs> No, you, you. Uh, Sorry, no, 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 thank you. I, you said it better than I would have. You know, I, I was trying to bash the critics. You did it for me. Um, <laughs> Fuck critics. Well, I just—it's just such an interesting thing. A, a lot of the, a, and a lot of the critics are saying things like, "It just, uh, it just." Uh, I don't know. Like it's like it's cookie cutter, or like it's this or that. And I'm like, uh, oh, one one reviewer, and I, this is so dumb. It's like it's basically just the movie version of the Wikipedia, and I'm like. Huh. Give me one. Give me one huh. biopic that is not. <laughs> Give me one, dude. What? Hold on. What are you hold, talking hold on. about? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to bash this motherfucker. <laughs> hold on. Because this the, the Wikipedia. The, Marcus, this is the only reason I want notoriety. Because I want that person Who's to see this it. Who's person? I don't know. I mean, I'll look it up. Call look it up while I do this. The person's a fucking idiot. It, the Wikipedia is based on the facts of the life of the thing that you're watching you're watching a biopic about his life the wikipedia is about his life or the band or whatever fucking wikipedia you decide to look at you fucking dumbass that's what it's based off of how could you not how could you not think it was based on that that's like reading a book and being like this is basically like the book version uh, yeah yeah you fucking idiot that's like going to watch harry potter and be like this feels like the book you fucking idiot that's what it's based on god damn it it's based on facts it's based on a thing that happened of course it's gonna be like that thing bohemian rhapsody is basically queen's wikipedia entry as a biopic from pitchfork by Kristen yunson kim you know what that person did that person fucking Kristen, whatever fuck they went to Wikipedia because they didn't know shit about Queen because they're like, I'm going to look up things. And they're like, wow, that's weird that the movie did a lot. It hit a lot of these points in their lives. That's weird. Oh, my God. The film. I just also, want, who's to say that the Wikipedia just, didn't change once the movie came out and someone typed I don't up mean to completely a synopsis person, of the movie? Like, to drive, but no one listens to our podcast. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, no one cares. Uh, the, the one of these lines in here says, the film also manages to rob Mercury of nearly all his queer pleasures. We really, really just talked like 15 minutes about how it didn't do that. Uh, fucking all his queer pleasures? Yeah. They show him making out to dudes. They show him at parties. Like, what did they want? And he's alone. They were focusing on him being alone. Yeah. Like, they show that he was... I don't know what you want. You want him to show him having sex? That's not what the movie's about. Yeah. You don't need that to show... Honestly, that feels more offensive than not putting it in. 
Like, just so you guys know, we're going to have him have sex with a man. So you know he has sex with men. Yeah, just because in case you are too stupid to understand it, we're going to show him. In case you have no idea who Freddie fucking Mercury is. That was stupid. That's just fucking stupid. I hate critics. I hate reviews. I just hate everything. I'm, I mean, I guess technically we're also <laughs> critics. Sure. Of Queen, a kind. Queen was the rare band comprised of four strong songwriters. But according to the film, their biggest hits came together way too easily in the studio. Oh, so you want to watch the actual, you want to watch a day-by-day, minute-by-minute breakdown uh, to see what fucking, how long they took to make Bohemian Rhapsody. You want a five-hour movie of them making one song at a time? Even, this is way down in the review, even without all the problems attached to the production, Bohemian Rhapsody is not so much a film as it is a dramatization of a Wikipedia entry, watered down and over-edited. It must have done a great job at accurately representing what happened if everyone keeps fucking mentioning the Wikipedia entry. That's so stupid. This is all the same lady. Oh, it's the same lady? Damn, she's fucking harping on that one Wikipedia entry. I felt betrayed by my own tears when they welled up during the final climactic act. (laughs) Oh, my God. She cried? And she's still bashing the movie? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Okay, so... So there's there's a great scene when Mary you know finally saves oh oh no no I, there's one scene before that I gotta talk about just because I was like sitting there flipping out a little bit yeah like I'm pretty sure I bothered T because I kept it like he's fucking I'm so fucking pissed when when Paul told the manager about the solo deal yeah and made him bring it up in the limo oh that was a good scene and then fucking Littlefinger is over here like. I like Littlefinger as a good person. It was yeah, nice. For yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was weird yeah, watching was him weird. be a good guy. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Um, and then he told Freddie, and I love Freddie's reaction. I know. Well, that's also the moment, and this shows you that like he loves the band, and he cares about them. Yeah. And it shows you his his wants and his needs, and it isn't until Paul later gets a, a tighter grasp on him. That he finally that he finally got, but yeah, yeah. but he just feels so alone. And people who feel alone, people feel like they have nobody. Those are the types of people that often fall victim to like abuse and these kinds of relationships. You know, like it's fucking it's nuts and it's real. Yeah, be careful out there. <laughs> this is a this is a warning. This is a warning. <laughs> Paul's coming for you. <laughs> this is a, no. This Big is a warning. Papa Paul. This is a warning to all you Pauls out there. We're coming for you. <laughs> for you um and then he and then there's that just great moment when fucking little finger looks at paul and he's like you're not gonna fucking say anything and then he and freddie turns to paul he's like you didn't know he's like i told him not to do it oh i know and it's man i know i know nick knows that in the real world in a non-dramatized version of this little finger just like He's fucking lying. He he's the one that fucking see this is in his handwriting. He's the one that told me call the studio. Just but he no. but you say something. Yeah. You don't argue. Well, you no, just, he said, you yeah. just don't silently say. What did nothing. he say? He said you're 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 fired in the wrong snake. No, that was bad. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. You're fired in the wrong snake. That's bad. You're firing I the wrong snake. Yeah. No, no, I can't do it either. Yeah. <laughs> it's <such a> specific <laughs> weird. Is. I love it. Um, Peter Baelish. Oh, there you go. Ah, you're firing the wrong snake. Something like that. I'm getting there. <laughs> Guys, by the end of this episode, I'll get there. <laughs> uh, it leaves them out of the fucking limo. Yeah. But it's, it's just, and after that, I think, was the, the press conference scene. It just, it showed, listen, a lot of these movies, Ray is one of them. I love Ray. I, I thought, I haven't seen a biopic like this since Ray. Okay. You Ray know? was great, yeah. You know, where it, it showed me so much. And, like, Jamie Foxx was Ray in that movie. 
Rami Malek was Freddie Mercury in this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? He really like, was. Like, there's good caricatures out there. There's good people doing stuff. And there's some political dramas that have been as good. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen anybody do this, like this, since then. Yeah. But it also has his spiraling... His spiraling... And a lot of movies have this, the spiraling. Like, I, Oof, get, I yeah. get it. Every, I, everything about a musician, they always, like, have a hardcore drug addiction. They do, but, but it's there, and you have to do it. But I thought the way that they did it, again, with that isolation, with that zoom in and that focus on R- Rami. Like, usually it would be focusing on the things he does. But honestly, in the movie, he doesn't do that much. They don't show that much yeah. of what he does. Because it's not important. The, the, what's important is Freddie. Watching Freddie what he's going through yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and I just love like the, the the um the press conference where the way they showed his head like being in, in the glass like it just it's just filmed in such a good way that I was just surprised how I was still enthralled on like what you said was should have been a little bit of a downer of the part of the movie because yeah. you know what's coming you know yeah. it's necessary but it's not the best yeah. I was still in though because okay, the way it was made I think yeah. You know, which is interesting because you know who the director is. No, Brian Singer, who did X Men. Yeah. Oh, he directed this movie. Yes. Oof, isn't that problematic? Yeah, I said the same thing. Ooh. And then T gave me a fucking lecture about how we gotta fucking separate the fucking art and the artist. I'm like, that's bullshit. No, you don't. Not only for music for me. <laughs> Everything else, nope. They were closely tied together. I, I was almost mad at myself for liking this movie so fucking much. Because of that. Yeah. Oh, because man. also with the subject matter, it also said. I know! As a, as a man that. I don't know the fucking story. I don't know this guy. But basically, it seems like he's gay and not okay with it. Brian Singer. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It seems problematic. Maybe this is I can it. look it up while you wait. No, I don't want you to look it up because it's I don't want to speak on it because it almost takes away from everything. Yeah, yeah, I guess um, you're right. But but it's interesting. He was fired two weeks before the ending of filming. Whoa. Another director finished the last two weeks and did post post. Holy shit, really? But he still has credit because he filmed most of the movie. It's still his movie. Why did he get fired? <sighs> the story goes that he says he had to take care of a sick family member. I don't know. It looked like it's, the story kept it's changing. Like the, the, the title of this thing says, or the the blurb sure. of the article says, the troubled filmmaker's onset chaos, pension for disappearing, and general bad behavior had concerned executives long before he was let go before, by the yeah, The story the goes that Rami biopic. finally complained to the studio when he hadn't been there for three days for filming that his sporadic behavior is... Like Rami complained is the story. Okay, you know, but Brian has also came out. I was like, I don't have any hard feelings to Rami for the people, the guy that's go wrapped through the studio. It's my movie. That's crazy. <laughs> Which it's true. I mean, it clearly has his stamp and his vision. Yeah. Like this is this movie was directed. It was. You know what it I was. mean? Yeah, yeah. Like there's some movies you watch. It was like that was a movie, and they took a script and they did it. Like this guy made fucking choices. Yeah. Like, every fucking shot was a goddamn choice. Live Aid, they recreated that whole fucking thing. Yeah, but was that him, or was that the two weeks that someone no, else finished? No, Live Aid was the very first thing they filmed. Oh, okay. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Why would they do that first? Because it's the biggest. You just gotta get out of the way. I guess so. Crazy, yeah. though, right? Start with the good energy. Yeah, in case none of them are right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, that's what Rami said in an interview. He's like, oh, when we got the next day of script after the live aid we were like I guess we got the movie good yeah <laughs> <laughs> crazy just how amazing that performance is yeah um anyway uh I, I'm I'm ready to get to the to the end of the movie is there anything you want to touch on before we get there charmed do we gotta do we gotta do charmed nah we'll skip it this week <laughs> we can do it if you want let's do this episode's week episodes next week 
So you do two next week? No, let's just do just skip it, but not skip the episode. Oh, we just have already watched. We're not gonna skip. <laughs> I already watched it, Nick. I'm not. I don't watch Charm for fun, Nick. <laughs> we, you're so fucking funny. We're obviously we're not gonna just skip the episode. I just, just want to be sure that it's to clarified. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just want to be clarified. So leading up to Live Aid, um, I mean, I, I do got to mention that there's an interesting scene with uh, Jim Hutton, yeah, the waiter. Well, so oh, that that was funny because. He goes, I'm Jim Hutton, and the camera pauses on him for a little bit. I'm like, I'm supposed to know who he is. That was the th- thought in my head. Yeah. I should know who this guy is. Yeah, I was like, I He'll don't probably know marry him or something. Yeah. Well, they were together from there at that concert at Live Aid. They were yeah. together the rest of his life till he died. Yeah, I saw. Which was in 91. So, like, 70 years, you know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, but th- he's an important character that came up. He mm-hmm. did a good job. It was an interesting scene. I like the way it was filmed. I, I think it was a good... I think it was a good indicator to show, again, he's partying, he's doing this lifestyle, but he's still the Freddy we've seen throughout the rest of the film, because immediately after he makes a pass at him, he's super apologetic, you yeah. know? Like, he realizes he can't do what the fuck he wants, you know? Like, usually usually for movies like this, the rock star, it feels like it gets to the point where they feel like they can do whatever they want, and it's harder to associate with them. Now, I don't know what happened in real life. Apparently, they didn't really break up the way they did in the movie either. That was over-dramatized, uh-huh. too. But it didn't do the thing where it's like, I can do whatever I want. Fuck y'all. Yeah. It showed a man that was deeply troubled, deeply mm-hmm. depressed, taken advantage of, and was spiraling. Yeah. It, it didn't show that he was, like, he was a, diva, at a diva. A diva. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because he had the diva personalities, like you said in the beginning, where he's like... Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't that... He, like, he still loved his family. Yeah. And treated the band as though they were and his family. And treated people kindly. Yeah. It seemed. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, at least that's what the impression the movie was supposed to get. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and in interviews and things, everyone did talk about Freddie as a person being super kind. Yeah. Which I love that moment because it, 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 it almost gets you like he's, oh, he can do whatever he wants. But then his face is like when he realizes what he did because he's still fucking high and shit. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. It was so sincere. It was. You know? Yeah. And uh, Paul is the gay Yoko. I guess. Paul is the gay Yoko. <laughs> that is correct, sir. Thank you so much for that. Oh man, analogy. Yeah, yeah. Broke um, up the band. Broke up Queen. Um, and then there's there's still some great scenes with like Mary coming to the concert with a new guy, a new concert with a new guy. Oh, and you see him being, being crushed. Yeah. Oh, so good. But that's only because of that whole like he. She's the only person who's ever like cared about God, him. that Mary thing. Was so interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Fuck, I had no idea. But it was great. It was, I mean, it was just great to, like, show that he had one person. Yeah. You know, like, through everything, he had one person who loved him. Yeah. And cared about him. I mean, his, the bandmates loved him and cared about him, too. But, like, they they were more, like, family love where it's, like, we're going to fight and whatever. And she was just, like, his life, yeah. You know? She was there for him no matter what. You know what's interesting? She doesn't give interviews. She hasn't given an interview about the movie. That's she good. Hasn't, but she's, she just does everything. That's, that's for me. Good for her, yeah. You know? Which means it's super real. Like yeah. his, you know, she she could have told a tell-all book. Yeah, she could have sure. sold a fucking. She could have sold a goddamn yeah. book. You know. Yeah. How about fucking the second my Paul, gay husband? Fucking oh, yeah. whatever. The second Paul Paul is kicked out. He's like goes on TV. A powerful scene. Yeah, that was a powerful scene. scene. Yeah. And he was saying, "Oh, he, he's just a packy boy," and it's like yeah. you're wrong about that. That's not. Oh my god, you know I mean? fucking! Oh, I know, I know. That hurts so much that he said that. Yeah, fucking. Which is just like that guy in the audience's first concert said about him. It was just, it's yeah. good writing. It's good fucking good yeah. writing. But it, that scene in the rain with Paul, when Paul is trying so desperately to find a way, he's like, "Well, no, 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 we're good." 
No, you need me. I got pictures. Yeah. He's just trying everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so real. It's real. I don't know why people didn't think... That seemed so... Like, he wasn't... I don't know. I'm still. I'm still upset. The critics have a pro- such a problem with it's this true. movie. It's well. I, I just don't get it. That is real. That that happened to me. Where like I I have the email. It literally happened. To you. <laughs> I have the email from my ex that was like, I hey, I'm thought. gonna tell everybody Everything. about all this stuff. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. It's because they they're nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Marcus, I haven't seen you cry a lot in our <laughs> lives, and that was uh, you were. Yeah, so real, and real. that is literally what happens. Yeah, you know, and when, a, when when an abuser is losing their power and losing their grip, they will resort to anything to try to, to get keep that you. to keep yeah. that. You know, yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean they didn't love you, and it doesn't mean that all this other stuff isn't yeah. true. But it's just that desperation just kicks in, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's a, that fight, it's like or, fight flight. or flight. Yeah. yeah, you know, and they're just fighting with everything they got. Yeah. And because they're horrible people, they use That's what they do, me. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... So then we, you know, find out Paul was not telling about Live Aid, and then we do Live Aid, and then... Oh, there's this great scene where... I mean, again, it's fucking movie magic, where he sees a commercial about AIDS, so then he's like, oh, well, maybe I have AIDS. <laughs> 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 like it's a convention of a movie you just need to get the point across whatever I accept yeah, this yeah. Um, but there's a great scene where he goes to the hospital early in the morning and goes and gets diagnosed and it's oh, man again it's a fucking choice of directing where it's fucking you don't hear the doctor say yeah. anything you don't hear the conversation you know you just see Freddy reach for his sunglasses yeah. iconic sunglasses put them on walk in sit down and just on his face and Robbie also, kills this yes. fucking scene but you also the hospital's like empty there's one other person. Yeah, well, there's no there's staff nobody at walking first. around. There's nobody at first. Because yeah, yeah, he goes first thing first. in the morning because he has to. Yeah. You know, but then when he leaves, there's that kid that looks way more sick than he does. Yeah. Um, and he and he sings, hey, yo, Adam. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, I started, that's, I started crying there. <laughs> and I didn't stop until the end. Because it was just so, like, yeah. Uh, it's so important, you know? Yeah. It's so sad where these. Especially during this era, there there are these kids, right, that don't know who they are. Yeah. They're pushed away by their families and society, mm-hmm. and all they're trying is to just be. Yeah, which is what this movie's about—just trying to be, you know. And they're literally killed for it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just so sad. It is sad. I'm joking. I'm just thinking about it. It is sad. And that was a powerful. People thing. just want to be themselves, and, and there's so many people out there who just don't yeah. accept it. You know, like it's so crazy to me that people just how could you be so stupid not to just accept someone for who they are you know which is what queen is all about yeah which is what they saw the whole movie and that was that perfect encapsulation moment where it was like saying to freddie hey freddie you did it yeah you did do what you meant to do you've you've given people a voice that didn't have one and that was the scene that's showing like hey yo yeah this kid that's knocking on death's door mm-hmm. you know and freddie sees himself in him in a couple years yeah. like he knows it's coming man yeah you know? powerful yeah super powerful um and then and it's the concert right well th- then he gets the is that then he gets the band together he tells them that he yeah. confesses to yeah, them that's, and it was the first moment that i felt like finally he's not like alone you know like finally he realizes he's not alone yeah yeah oh it is this great when he finally reaches out to the band and they talk, there's this great, 
there's this great little bit of lines where Freddy's explaining how when he went to try to make his solo stuff, he's like, it's fine, but I didn't have John to do this to make it better. I didn't have Roger to do this to make it better. I didn't have John in the corner making looks about yeah. it. And he basically explained what the magic was mm-hmm. in this really, like, non-succinct, real, honest way. Yeah. And I love that because that's that's what makes magic. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody isn't the best song ever because someone sat down to make the best song ever. Yeah. It's literally every little thing. Like, it was that one moment when John randomly was like, well, why don't we take it up an octave? Or why don't we do this? Yeah. Or why don't we do that? Or he's like, sing it higher. Ah, higher. Mm-hmm. Ah, higher. It's not math. That's what makes our art. It's not math. Yeah. It's the little looks. It's those little moments. And I love that that explanation of what music is and what makes great art art and what makes Queen Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a unique thing to capture. And I like that. I love that he's like, I, I paid people to do what I wanted them to do and they did it. Yeah. And it was just, that's why it sucked. wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so... Uh, apparently, they, there wasn't a big thing where he like told them all he had AIDS. Uh, some people say he didn't even find out he had AIDS until after that concert. And I understand that. And I guess people complain about that, too. But you need to have a focal point in the movie. Yeah. And that concert was perfect. And yeah. did he have those feelings about dying and death and not being able to do it later? Sure. Yeah. But I don't think it harms the vision and history of the band but also, to put it at that moment. Do you want to end the fucking Queen movie on him dying yeah. and, and being sick and, like... Or have it at the apex it end, of everything. End at, like, fucking an amazing time. Yeah. End at, like, a beautiful thing, you know? When... So, we go back to where we were at the beginning, where they they go up to do the live aid, and they're going in, and there's a great little scene with Mary meeting Jim, and Jim meeting yeah. Mary, and... It's very sweet, and we finally feel like Freddy's like, he, he finally found his home, you know, his community, his people, because they're all there, you know? And then it started, and I was like, oh, man, we're going to get, like, a song, and then it's going to credit. I really wish I could watch the whole thing. And they did. They did, like, 11 minutes of Live Aid. Oh, I love it. Because what a fucking choice. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, man, this is going to be, like, one song, and then it's going to end. And it was yeah. like, nope, we did all, we did a whole thing. Yeah, see, see everything. They didn't do quite the whole thing. They I know, did like, it's like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it felt like it. It felt like yeah. a whole. What a choice! What a bold, bold choice. Most movies wouldn't do that. No. Most movies like, uh, just like most radio stations wouldn't play Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. It's like most audience will sit through a fucking four song concert at the end of your movie. But I just sat there like, please don't stop. Please yeah. play the next. Song. I want to watch. Please, it. I yeah. want to watch it all. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was so good. He captured that energy that yeah. he had for. Like entertaining, and again, those fucking choices. Like the moment right before he started playing Bohemian Rhapsody, and the camera just zooms into all their faces, and it's all there. All yeah. the years of friendship, the fact that he has AIDS, the fact that he's dying, yeah, the fact that you know they've uh, what what Queen means to them, mm-hmm. and what it feels like to be in front of that many people, yeah, so good. That's great, and, and what Queen means to the people too. Like seeing how many people were like pumped, and seeing that yeah. the I mean that movie thing of. Oh, suddenly all the phone calls are coming in. Whoa, they're off the hook. Um, I guess I didn't need that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you found one great one. I, I, and I wouldn't even have had that much problem with that if they also didn't cut to a random bar. Yeah. The people would just enjoy the concert. 
Again, I get it. It's a movie convention. You're saying something. It felt like this, it didn't feel bad. Yeah, but it, now that you're talking, about it felt it's like, like one yeah. of those like world-ending movies where like yes. like like Ash, uh, fuck Armageddon. Yeah, where like everyone's watching the news to see if they're gonna fucking destroy the asteroid. Yeah. Oh, well, a lot like of that. movies do it, you know? Every movie does it, Every yeah. Movie does it. The nuts. Avengers did it, and they cut yeah. it. <laughs> Ashley Johnson got cut from the movie, because they didn't, you know? She was the, the waitress that's supposed to meet Cap, and then you see her almost die. Oh. But they cut most of it. Oh, Ashley Johnson? Yeah. I didn't know she was in Avengers. If you watch Avengers, <laughs> there's, and not the deleted scenes, there's some random sequences near the end in the final battle where it cuts to a random lady running with the people. Same way this does. Yeah. It's Ashley Johnson. And the point was, she was supposed to be a waitress that met Cap early in the movie and had like that conversation about, you just gotta live life, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but ultimately got cut. That's really funny. So there's just shots of Ashley Johnson as a person running around in the wreckage. <laughs> but it, the movie like makes it a point to stop, watch and her, yeah. and go back to the I fighting. love, I love yeah. it when that happens in movies, because a lot of yeah. times I see that happen. Like, it happened with Jim Hutton in this movies, and we were supposed to know who he is. Yeah. But I love when it points to it, but like the reasoning is cut, and so I'm like, why... Who is that? Well, why, why have I shown this thing right now? I know I'm supposed to care, but I don't know why. I was sitting there watching the bars like, who in this bar am I supposed to know? Yeah. Who, who is it? Where am I? Where am I? What did they cut? Who, who am I supposed to what know? What am I supposed to know? Which child, why do we keep cutting which here? Which childhood friend did they cut from the movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Marcus. The fucking... The scene with the parents at the yeah, end? Yeah, when he goes back to his parents' house. I know it's over drama, but God, it worked. Oh, yeah. It worked. worked. Also, life isn't a movie, right? Like, So yeah. things don't happen like this. Things it's supposed usually to be, happen uh, in the slow build. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't like, critique romantic movies for being like, love doesn't happen in two hours. You yeah. just accept it. You're yeah. just like, okay, this a is a good the movie. It makes you believe it does. Yeah. You know? But you suspend your disbelief. Yeah. And you have to do that with biopics. They're not fucking documentary. Like Freddy I said earlier. Freddie tells his dad the thing that he told him at the beginning of the movie yeah. before he goes to this I love free that. concert for, you know, fucking Africa. And you see that your dad proud is of proud. Oh, so sad. Oh, so sad. Does my mom blow you a kiss? I love it. And he did. Oh, he did. Well, he blew a few kisses. Because I was, like, waiting for it to be a big moment. It happened like, twice. He blew two kisses. Yeah, and, and like, both times it cuts to the mom like, oh, that was for me. I was like... <laughs> I was like, no, one of them was for you. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. Only one of those kisses for you. He didn't say, I'm going to give you a couple of kisses. He said, I'm going to give I you one. 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 You pick. Yeah. Which one was yours? The other one's for someone else. The rest else. is for everyone else. <laughs> um, okay, Nick. God, what a good movie. It was good. It was good. No, it was great. I fucking loved it, man. <laughs> I, uh, this is the perfect point in my life when I'm like deeply depressed about what I'm going to do with my art. And watching this and experiencing Queen really yeah. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And not really having gone to a rock concert. Well, it's interesting because I knew beforehand because I was curious to see who they're going to use to be the voice of Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a Queen impressionist guy. I, I thought because I, I listened to the band called The Proto Men and the, they have their own Queen song and he yeah. sounds exactly like Queen or Freddie Mercury. And so I was like, oh shit, maybe they'll use him. But instead they went with some other guy. Um, well, they used a mix between him, Rami, and, and the, the actual Friday, yeah. yeah. Which I think is what you have to do. Like, Jimmy Fox sings in Ray. Yeah. But Jimmy Fox is also a, went to college for music. Yeah, yeah. And knows how to play. You know, very famously, <laughs> yeah. very famously, a producer was like, don't worry, we'll be able to fake the piano. And he turned and was like, I went to school for piano. Nice. I can play the piano. <laughs> um, so, like... <laughs> like knowing that Bradley Cooper did all his own singing in that yeah. movie, that's cool. But I, uh, I you know, don't need it. I, uh, I, you know, 
I, I didn't have one second where I didn't think it was coming out of Rami's mouth. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's more impressive if they just, like... Yeah, can do the whole goddamn thing. Can do it thing. themselves. Sure. That's more impressive. But I don't need it. But it doesn't take away mm-hmm. if they don't. Because he... I, I never had one moment where, where I was thinking, is that Rami? Is that Freddy? <laughs> is that the other guy? Yeah. I was like, it's Freddy McGee saying. Yeah, the yeah. whole time. That's true. Yeah. Okay, Nick. You got some questions for me, buddy? Did you like the movie? I did like the movie. God, I love the movie. You're, 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 you're an idiot. It should be your favorite movie of all time. What a wrong, op- what a wrong opinion I to have. Um, I've watched a lot of. I've watched. It's hard because I've watched a lot of these fucking documentaries, especially when VH1 was making them. They, I don't know if you've ever seen the Michael Jackson one or the, the biopics. Yeah, yeah a lot. Oh, I've you watched, said documentaries. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I did. I meant biopics. I've watched yeah. a lot of these biopics. The Six Hours Temptation movie. Yeah, they're fucking. Love that they're movie. all very similar. Oh, I love you know? them. All. I like them. Johnny, uh, Walk the Line, Johnny Cash. I've never seen. I that. love that one. I've never seen that one. But it's Honest. hard because after watching this, it's like you can see that and you're like it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, now that you say that, I don't know if I've seen that many. I I see actually Ray. I love. There Ray. you go. Ray was great. Yeah, but Ray also, you know, similar. They're all similar because they're all musicians. I guess they're just like my art is killing me. Yeah. There was one about with Paul Dano about the Beach Boys guy not too oh. long ago. That was pretty good. I didn't see that one. Yeah, John Cusack was him as an adult. That was weird because <laughs> they don't look anything alike. Yeah. Anyway, um, second question is: Would you recommend it? Definitely, I definitely would recommend this movie. If you are um, not homophobic, go see this movie. Oh, the two guys, the two fat Italian guys. There was a part where he was like, I can finally be my true self or something like that. And then the guy was like, what, a homo? Silence. No one laughed. No one said oh, anything. No. He laughed at his own oh, joke. No. Fucking despicable. I, w- I wanted to punch him. Oh, but I was like, no. ugh. That's like, awful. It's so bad. It is so bad. Um, And would you watch it again? Um... I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if I would watch it again. I feel like I just would watch more Queen things. Would you watch? It made me want to watch, like, I immediately went home and watched the Live Aid concert. I, I, you know, I, yeah. it made me want to consume more Queen again. I mean, go back I, I'm going again and watching it tonight, so. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is my answer. Um, uh, well, I'm it, glad you enjoyed it. It is my turn to give you a challenge, Nick. What's your favorite Queen song? Uh, it has to be Bohemian Rhapsody. It's just so good. Your second favorite Queen song. Um, I love my car. I, uh, yeah, I love my car. No, Show Must Go On. Show Must Go On. They played it at the end of the credits. My least favorite is probably... I mean, my least favorite is the car song. We will rock you's down there because it's like just it's anthem rock, which is like whatever. Sure, you know you you listen to it in the crowd to get pumped up. It's that kind of music. You're not like listening to it by yourself. I don't listen to Re- We Will Rock You by myself and go yeah. <laughs> you know, if I'm in a group and it's played at a, a event, I'm like yeah, it's great. At a football game or some shit, I'm like great. Sure, sure, sure. You know. What about you? What's your after watching this? What's your like favorite? Uh, I'm scared that I'm gonna pick one of the songs in the movie that wasn't theirs or something. Wait, well, no, go ahead. Uh, um, Under pressure is that theirs? Well, yeah, no, not really. It was like a, a duet with him and um, uh, uh, Dave Bowie. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are the champions. It's such a fucking. Like, we are the champions. Oh, I love it. It's, it's so great. good and um. 
Oh man, you're usually you're like I love this movie. I love Queen so much. <laughs> no, Queen, I'm, Queen, I Queen, don't Queen. know. I don't know the names Queen, of the Queen, songs Queen, and Queen, stuff. Queen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and now you're just like black. Um, I, I mean, mean under somebody, pressure, somebody to yeah, love under is pressure, such a good song. Under pressure is considered one of their songs because they wrote it. Another they, one bites the dust. Came. We are the champions. Those are some of their like top on. Um, I mean, somebody to love is pretty great. Their top songs. Don't stop me now. What's that one? one? I like that. It's called Don't Stop Me Now. There we go. Uh, you're See, my that's best what I, I don't. I don't know the names of the songs. <laughs> Crazy little thing called Love. Oh, that one's great. Kill, Killer Queen. <laughs> that one was good. I love Killer Queen. That one was good. That's one of my favorites. Somebody to love. The show must go on. How does that one go? Which one? The show must go on. Show must. I just sang it. Go on. I like that one. You're just not singing good. Inside my heart is breaking. Oh, guys, please leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, they help us out a lot. We want to hear from you guys. If you guys have suggestions on tries we should do, let us know. We want to hear them from you. Um, we've done them in the past. We'll do some more coming up. Uh, and we want to hear from you guys. Let us know what you think. Uh, leave us some reviews and tweet at us at, at NowTryThisCast. Yes. Um, also, check out our website, NowTryThisCast.com. And apparently I'm setting a PayPal site and you can buy us coffee, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yes, that'd be great. Um, okay, Nick. So i got to give you a challenge this week. And ooh, I'm torn because I watched Apostle. I told you I love that movie. I told you it was great. And then... Slash Filmcast just mentioned it casually. They I didn't do like a full episode about it, sure. and they were like, "It's great." And I was like, "Oh, someone else thinks it's great. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I want to give it to you, maybe later because we just did a bunch of stuff. But something new that I wanted to give you and wanted to watch, and you knew this was coming. Um, Sabrina, the Chilling Adventures. Um, we can watch. How much are I gonna watch? The whole thing. No. Uh, I would say, like... The I've first, done it to you, bro. <laughs> yeah. With this show, I feel like there's a lot to talk about. So I feel like the first... The first three episodes worked for Haunting of Hill House. Um, but let's just let's just do the first two episodes, because I feel like that, that went a little long. <laughs> first, first two episodes. That noise is killing me, man. I wish it was just silence. I'm trying to decide... The first two episodes, because I haven't even watched the third episode. <laughs> And I already am yeah, like... You didn't finish the show. You don't even know what's fucking good. Yeah, sure. I kind of want... Just because I love throwing the podcast format out the window... Uh-huh, go ahead. I kind of want to substitute. Really? Even though I genuinely want to watch it, and I genuinely want to talk about it. We just haven't done anything dumb for a while, and I kind of want to substitute. I just want to, like, substitute... We did a whole month. We did Spooky Boys Month. No, well, I'll stick with it. Just in case. Just in case our concise Bohemian Rhapsody review <laughs> brings in any new listeners. I don't want to throw them all right away. So we'll do the first two episodes. No, do a substitute. Do no, substitute. no, I'll do the first do it. No, no, Do it. You want to save it for something you don't want to do, at least. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what yeah, it is. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. It's fucking a possum movie you keep fucking raving about that I know nothing about. Yeah, you should probably substitute for that one. Oh, yeah, I will. Because someone... Because you'll, <clears throat> you'll like parts of it. Maybe you won't love it. That's fine. Someone else will fucking hate it. Guaranteed. Ooh, I'm into A normal that. person will hate it. Great. I'm excited to give someone a game to give to <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next week we will do two episodes of S- the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, found on Netflix now. Marcus, get us out of here, as Freddy. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I'm trying to make my teeth a little bigger in my mouth. 